Hey guys, we're we're about to do an episode of Smartless. Are you guys ready? <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Coming in hot. My brain thinks too fast before my mouth. Are you just sliding us in here? Yeah, I'm sliding us in here because I just I like the energy. I like the energy in my voice right now. I like how fast I'm talking. I'm I'm really excited for the episode. You guys got you guys on board to listen or what? Sean, sit down. Sorry. Just take a second. Sit back down. Buckle up. Here comes some smartness. Smart. I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but can I ask you a question? Um, is that the part I'm going to take the wrong way? Or is it the question that's coming? <sighs> the, here's the question. In the last 12 hours, have you been chugging soy sauce? <laughs> Boy, that's a pretty shiny glass house. You're, you're... <laughs> Did you, you just clean those windows? You fucking... <laughs> Um, you know, but, there's, you know, got, but there's a lot of sodium in those hot dogs at the, at the Dodger Stadium. Uh, and especially the veggie dogs, which, uh, you know, my soft Hollywood ass eats. Um, and then Of the, course you do. Do you ask them to cut the dog into a salad form? And you just <laughs> eat By the way, we've all seen your hot, hot saggy ass in Ozark. It's, it's a nice yeah. ass. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not it's good 20. Looking, it's, it's um, good and then I had four bags of peanuts. Those come salted. But you know what? I, I'm, Did you really I, have four bags of peanuts? Yeah, but they're smaller this year. So it's really two. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. what you tell yourself. That's a good story you tell yourself. I love, I love, I love a, a I was going to do a, I was going to do, do a nut joke. And, bag of nuts. You say it. You love and, chugging nuts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in my mouth and a bag, yeah. nice bag of nuts. It, and, yeah. 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 But it's cheap. This is a cheap joke. It is cheap. Yeah. You know, you know what I was going to, you know what was driving me crazy? I was thinking about uh, you driving to the thing was like driving. We had never talked about driving on the show. I had a guy yesterday park his car half in a parking spot and so that his right bumper was almost an inch from my door so I couldn't get back into my car. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, man, and I, and I see this woman. I go, look at this parking job. And this woman's on the other side of me going to get her in her car. And she goes, oh, I thought you were talking about mine because my parking's not great because she had, in fairness, she did attempted a parallel parking with no other cars around her and bail because it wasn't great. But <laughs> I love watching somebody bail from a parking yeah. with, with all that extra space. She actually looked over at me when he was, and I was sitting there with the kids. We were waiting for food and sitting outside this restaurant. She looks at me and I kind of went, just kind of like that, non-judgment, like as much as I could, just right? Nodding. So anyway, so then I go to look, find the guy, and he's picking up, like, five pizzas, and I go, hey, man, is, is, is this your car? You've, you've parked in front of my door. So I go, and he goes, one second. And I go, no, 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 you're waiting for me. He goes, just one second. The other, the other people parked here. I'm, no, I'm just picking up my phone one second. I'm like, oh, am I on your time now? Did you say that? So I wait for this guy. You didn't say it. He comes You'd back with, you didn't I, didn't say, say I didn't say that. I did it's not say I that. something I would do, but you think it. I say it, and it's, it's a problem that I, I know. have. And I'm the pizza guy. So he, and you're the pizza guy. <laughs> so as he comes back, and I'm like, unbelievable. And I go, this guy is so inconsiderate. And, the, and this woman goes, she goes, I love Smartless. I listen to Smartless every day. And I go, well, this is going to make it into the show. So you're going to hear. So you're out there, whoever you are. She's a very nice lady. Uh, so the guy comes back with the pizzas and... and, and he comes back and he finally... And he's like, these other people parked on the other side of me. And he was like Italian or something because he kept going, they parked on the other side and I, I couldn't get it in anyway. That's not Italian. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, so anyway, so you're good? Are you good now? Are you all loaded up? Can I load my car now? Yeah. With myself? You know what it is? You know what it is? It's when people do shit and they have right. zero consideration for the world around them, which is a lot. It's like people with their driving again. It's like blinkers. Yeah. yeah. It's like, put your fucking blinker on, man. I know. That just happened to me yesterday. But our guest, I bet you he wishes people would use their blinkers because this would impact him directly mm -hmm. because of what he does. Because he rides motorcycles? Well, let's just say this. He's a real-life action hero. Uh -oh. In that his you job got in, Arnold Schwarzenegger. In, in I said real life. <laughs> oh. I said real wait, wait, life. Wait, oh wait, I can I can I can pick it off the laugh right. This there. is this yeah. is a guy who turned pro in what he does at the age of fourteen. I'm pretty sure, 
uh, he dominated for about a dozen years of being the number one at what he does. He's the first person ever in competition to pull off a 900, what they call a 900 at the 1999 X Games. He is one of the most recognizable people in the world. He is, he's got all sorts of foundations. He's now got a new podcast uh, that, that is going out to the whole world. He's an incredible Called Tony athlete. Hawk talks about guy. shit? And his name is Wait, Anthony you... Hawk. Tony <laughs> oh, Hawk. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. No Come way. on. There Look he is. Up. Hello wow. there. Tony, welcome to the the podcast, man. So yeah, nice to meet you. So excited to have you here, man. I've just, uh, I'm so. Thank you. Such a huge fan of what you do. Unbelievable. I, you're one of those people I watch what you do and I go every single time, I could never do that. I could never do <laughs> yeah. that. Nothing you do could I do. <laughs> is that the name of your new podcast, Tony Hawk Talks About Shit? No, no, that's not the name of your new podcast. What is the name of your new podcast? It, it is called Hawk versus Wolf, and it is with my friend Jason Ellis, who um, had a very good run of success on SiriusXM. And he and I started actually on SiriusXM together about 15 years ago, and um, both left there eventually and decided to come back together and tell our stories. And uh, it's it's fun. He's He is hilarious and has been in some of the craziest situations. And I have my share of stories, too. Wow. Uh, first of all, what uh, Sean is champing at the bit. He loves people's crazy scenario situation stories yeah, more than probably anything. And he's, and he's hoping that it involves you being hurt. But yeah. let me just ask you this, Tony. And you've been asked this a million times, and I'm sure you're bored. But take us back. You started as a pro skater when you were a teenager. What was that what was that moment of like you're a kid who skates, you know, grew up in Southern California and all of a sudden what you're you're doing it professionally. What was that? Which is kind of in quotes, right? Cuz there wasn't a bunch of money in the in that business at the time, right? Right. Yeah, it's 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 more along those lines. It was it was kind of like being deemed a professional hula hooper. It wasn't, mm. <laughs> it wasn't some, there were, there were no contracts being offered to me. Um, I basically entered a, uh, I filled out an entry form to a competition and instead of checking amateur, I checked professional and that was it. <laughs> I was pro. I moved up a class That's in the competition and I was competing for a hundred dollars first place prize, but I was 14 and a hundred bucks, you know, I was on my way to buying a moped. So, um, uh. It felt awesome because yeah. it was, you know, in terms of like where I, what I was doing in the world I was in, that was the, that was the top of the, the line. Um, but uh, I never imagined it be a career, not at all. And so you, maybe turning pro wasn't a huge deal in terms of the purses and stuff initially, but you are like going to competitions with that just Southern California where you instantly kind of around the country, around the world. At that moment in skating, it was almost exclusively in Southern California. Okay. Yeah. The Dogtown Z-Boys era had kind of ended, and skating was starting to sort of implode. And so the only skate parks around were in Southern California. And so I was, my dad was driving me to all of them. So was there a, a, a sort of, was there a moment in that industry where stuff blew up? And I'll bet you were either a part of that or solely responsible for that or certainly in attendance at whatever event that was where where things went, oh my God, this is now, you could, you could definitely sense it was the start of sort of the X Games or what helped out with snowboarding and like, we, we did, did a bunch of things coalesce at a certain moment and the industry became white hot. Yeah, I think that uh, the perfect storm was the X Games was on the rise in popularity in the late 90s. Our first video game was released in 1999, and all of those things happened at the right time, and skating blew up uh, in the early 2000s and, and got to a point where I never imagined. I, I never dreamed that you know we would be on television or be doing arena tours, and it was wild. And it kind of, I mean, it has wavered a bit in popularity, but the foundation is set and I feel like it's always going to sort of be there as a choice for kids to, to be doing it as readily as baseball or basketball. How much time do you spend thinking about um, pushing the sport forward in um, developing not, not only just new tricks, because I mean, I think gravity will probably present the, the, the ceiling against that. Uh, but thinking about incorporating, you know, uh, 
those friggin' little, those scooters like blades or those motorized skateboards or like, are you, do you feel a burden to think about, okay, what's next? And I've got to stamp this. I've got to drive it. I've got to keep the sport growing so it doesn't plateau out. Do you feel a responsibility for that at all? Um, I I guess I I do in a sense, but I don't, I, I think of it just more along the lines of fun and how do we continue to keep the, the awareness of skating or to broaden the reach of skating. Um, but I can tell you the Olympics are going to do that by default next month. Uh, skateboarding is making its debut in Tokyo 2021 Olympics. That, that's, and that's so exciting. Incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. I, 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 I would assume you're going to be there. You're going to be a part of, of that in some capacity. I am going to be there. NBC has me doing, um, interviews and wrap-ups and things, but I, they haven't actually given me my exact job description yet. So I'm just excited to be invited because it's not easy to get to Tokyo to even be there at all. Yeah, yeah is maybe your job description is just go over there and be rad and be Tony Hawk. <laughs> By the way, speaking of rad, I, it's, an, it's a word I still use, and I, don't, I imagine you use it too. I, I've gotten a lot of flack for using it. It's still okay to use rad, right? I feel yeah. like it's come full circle. Yeah. It, like it wasn't cool, yep. and now let's we're back in it. We're so back in it. You know what? Tony I would Hawker like to put... and I are back in it with the rad. Hang on, Jason. I'm still basking yeah. <laughs> in the in the glow of. He has validated <laughs> that. Well, I would like. How do you feel? Uh, I feel like the clothing version of that um, is overalls. I would like to offer that as maybe some. I would love to. Uh, I really miss wearing overalls. Wore that a lot back when rad was invented, and which is short for radical, Tracy. Um, and, um, I would like, nice. I would like overalls back in. So if you can maybe, uh, put that into, uh, into, into the uh, culture, I'd, I'd appreciate that. I, yeah. I don't know if I have that much pull. We can bring back rad. We can make it cool. Overalls would be hard. Wait, Tony, what are you doing in New York? Uh, I'm here for our anniversary, my wife and I. We actually escaped the kids for the weekend. Yeah, you know what? By the way, Tony, you don't have to answer that. What yeah, is this you don't some kind to, of grilling yeah. about his personal life? What he's doing <laughs> exactly. with his wife? He's having a nice weekend alone. He wants to know what shows you're going to go see. And I'll bet <laughs> yeah, you're a big musical fan, right? Yeah. Are you? Do you have any great Broadway stories, Tony? Do you have any Broadway <laughs> mishaps? I am working on a Broadway project. Of course you are. Are you being serious? Oh my gosh. Right? Yes, I am. Starlight Express comes back. Not Starlight Express. Starlight Express. What is it? Uh, well, it's it will incorporate skateboarding, live skateboarding, and music from Mark Mothersbaugh, um, some of the Devo Library. Wow, and kind that's of the cool. Story of outcasts. Oh, all of a sudden, Jason and Will are excited. Okay, keep going. <laughs> you know that's that's really cool. Uh, what what a cool idea! How far along are you guys on that? Yeah, and can Sean be part of it? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, as far as we can get through COVID, um, but you know, yeah. we have, we have a, uh, we have a book and we are working on music and everything. It's, it's awesome. I mean, and Mark Mothersbaugh is a genius. So it's been so fun listening or watching him, uh, come up with this stuff. Hey, uh, Tony, how many kids do you have? How old are they? And do they skateboard? Uh, between my wife and I, we have six kids. Whoa. Um, Good Lord. Five boys, all adult age now, all in college or graduated college, and they all skate. That's amazing. I have a 12-year-old daughter that, um, she dabbles in skating, but none of her friends really do it, so she's not hooked on it the way they are. And, uh, uh, do they feel any pressure to, to try to be as good as the greatest skateboarder of all time? I mean, how are they comfortable with that? Um... My oldest son, Riley, he's uh, 28, actually, and he is a pro skater um, and is far better than I am in many ways. And the other ones, they don't, they don't take it as seriously. They enjoy it very much, and they're all very good in their own right, but they're not trying to make a career out of it. They, I think they just enjoy the, the sort of auxiliary opportunities that we get, especially if we're traveling. One of the first stops always is whatever skate park is in the area. Right. Now, whenever I've seen you over the years, you always, you know, because of your line of work, you always get to dress however you want. You're like right now and you're in a hoodie, you're skating, you're in shorts or whatever. It's always just super cash. Have you ever had a job where you actually had to wear like a suit or some kind of... Anything with buttons? Any kind of uniform? Have you ever learned how to use a button? (laughs) I don't know how to tie a tie, if that's what you're getting at. Is Is that that true? true? That is true. (laughs) <laughs> wow. wow. I have one tie in my closet. It's pre-tied and I loosen it 
and then I tighten it. That is okay. There you and go. if anybody ever unties it, you're screwed, right? Oh, it's bad. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> I didn't really know how to tie a tie until I uh, started doing Arrested Development, and then I had to I had to tie a tie every single morning for uh, what a few years. And is and, that uh, true? That is true. Yeah. What about you, Sean? You any good with a tie? Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Of course you are. <laughs> this is the first time Sean hasn't been wearing a baseball hat in 19 years. <laughs> I know. My hair is so gross. Uh, to answer your question, the only real job I had was being a paper boy as a kid. That's a bike oh. and a front basket and, and long tosses? Yeah. yeah. I did it on a skateboard. Do, oh, did you really? Oh, you did it on a skateboard. Uh, did you That's really? hilarious. I did, yep. Now, uh, this, I'm sorry to digress for a second, but... Uh, I'm I'm a goofy foot. That means I, I'm a lefty, uh, Tracy. Same. Um, now, when I'm kicking, uh, getting speed up, the kicking foot needs to go to the back of the board when you're done kicking, right? Not the front of the board. I, I think I'm doing it wrong, and I think I'm teaching my daughter to do it wrong. Yeah, so what you're describing is what we call mongo, and you are pushing with your front foot, correct? Yeah, you're so mongo, dude. And mongo is not rad. No, it's not rad, dude. It's not rad at all, dude. You're so Mongo and so unrad. Mongo's Rongo? (laughs) And uh, if you want to get into the weeds, it's because you are pushing with your front foot, and then when you put your front foot on the board, you have to readjust your back foot as well. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of adjusting happening, so... A lot of things that can go wrong in that transition. Yes. And it's because you're insecure, right? Is that where you're going to... It's because you're insecure (laughs) and you have a lot of issues that you should deal with and you haven't dealt with because you're too Mongo in the head. (laughs) Mongo is a state of mind, right? Exactly, yes. I'm going to fucking kick your ass, aren't I? Mongo. Guys, I can't make it to... I can't do the podcast today. I'm feeling a little Mongo. I'm, I'm too Mongo. I'm too Mongo to do this. Oh, my um, God. This now, is what nuts. about... What do you have to say to the kids out there about elbow pads, knee pads, and helmet? All the time or just when you're when you're doing something that's carrying a lot of speed or you're, you're dealing with the ramps, the half pipes, things like that? I mean, if you're just going down the street, you're getting from place A to place B, is it... Is it uh, what, what kind of pads are we talking about? Any at all? Well, I, I recommend pads for beginners, absolutely. Um, I, you know, helmet can save your life. And especially when you're skating the bigger ramps and, and things. I mean, that's just pure survival. Yeah. yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Smartless gets support from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. They create long-lasting moments that make memories and connections that will last well beyond the trip. Viator is the place to go to book memorable travel experiences. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. I remember a couple years ago, I went on vacation with Jason and a bunch of other friends to the Bahamas, and it was really, really great. I, I made tons of memories. I still talk about it with Jason. So go travel. It's fun, and it's true. They really create memories. Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. With over 300,000 bookable experiences to choose from in over 190 countries, so there's something for everyone. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey there, Smartless listener. I'm here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Now it's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. Whether you're searching for unique recipe platters, cookware, or outdoor grill accessories for the chef in your life, they've got it all. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. You may even know a pickleballer looking to jazz up their gear. With Gift Mode, you'll be able to find a personalized gift that will make them feel special. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode now. We'd like to thank Organic Valley for their support. We've all wandered the grocery store looking for the best dairy products, right? Only to be stuck with an overwhelming number of options. With Organic Valley, 
You can feel good choosing their dairy products. Organic Valley Dairy doesn't come from big factory farms. Their products are ethically sourced from small family farms where cows spend lots of time grazing outside on organic pasture. They're headquartered in Wisconsin. Hi, Tracy. So you know they know how to make great dairy. Organic Valley sent me a lovely gift basket. I opened it. Right away, I chugged the milk. No joke. I think I was having a peanut butter sandwich that day. It was like perfect. I even had a little bite of the cottage cheese and... It was creamy and delicious. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you enjoy great-tasting organic dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. I want to talk about, Tony, the guys know I love to talk about this. What's the worst injury? I know you're probably sick of talking about it, but I'm fascinated with stuff like that. Worst injury and how long did it take to get over? I broke my pelvis and it took me about six weeks to walk with a severe limp. Um, how old were you? Uh, I was, I think I was 37 or 38. Oof. How many times have you been to the emergency room? Over or under 15 times? Over. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Sean, you broke your pelvis when the Macarena came out, didn't you? Because <laughs> <laughs> you just went so nuts. You were so taken with the Macarena. I was so excited. <laughs> and then what's the thing What's the thing the kids do with the fists, uh, uh, shaking back and forth behind them and in front of them and behind them and in front of them? You, sna- you re-snapped it on that, I think, trying to learn that, right? <laughs> oh, that, that one. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah, that yeah. one called? Oh, flossing, no. yeah. The flossing. 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 Jason, did you just get an email from 2017? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tony, so you went to the ho- you've been to the hospital dozens. Of, you broke your pelvis, and I like the way you had to think about it. You're like, I guess when I broke my pelvis, did you ever have like a big injury when you were a kid, and your your folks were like, dude, you got to stop skateboarding? They they never told me to stop, but they were concerned because I I got a pretty bad concussion early on, knocked out my front teeth, and I remember. <laughs> I had a string of injuries all in within a year uh, when I started getting serious about skateboarding. And then they started sending me insurance forms in the mail as if I were an elderly, high-risk patient. <laughs> uh-huh. No way. So, and my, my parents said, oh, this is because you've been to the hospital so many times. But I was lucky in that my, they knew I was going to keep doing it. What happened for you when uh, the moment when you're like, oh, this I'm going to march right up in front of my parents and say, basically, how do you like me now? I told you it was going to work out, and (laughs) things are working out for me, and start getting on board because look what just happened. Was it a check? Was it a a contract? Was it it an award? Um, Honestly, I got really lucky. My my parents were always supportive of it, even when, when the outlook was bleak. And so... They were as excited and surprised as I was when I was making money and I bought, I literally bought a house while I was a senior in high school. Wow. You bought a house while you were in high school? Yeah. In my senior year, my dad co-signed for it because I was not 18 yet because he, he was encouraging me to, to obviously put my money away because he could see that it, it kept coming and I was not really concerned with saving it. That is officially rad. Yeah. yeah and, no. and I know, I know I've read things about you uh, that you're an entrepreneur, you have a bunch of different businesses. Is it, like, what are they? Um, well, my, mostly my skate brand, Birdhouse Skateboards. Yeah. We have one here at the house. Oh, thank you. My 12-year-old my has one. You're the reason we've been going for almost 30 years now. God, that's amazing. Um, and then uh, we have a foundation, the Skate Park Project for uh, public skate parks and their served areas. Hawk Clothing is a, is a clothing brand that my siblings and I started for... Well, it's basically supposed to be like skate and surf clothing for kids. That's so cool. Um, but turned into something bigger than that. Do you have like a lifelong battle with security guards? Like when you see a security guard, because they're the people <laughs> who are trying to keep you from skating everywhere. Do you see a security guard? Does your back arch up a little bit? And you're like, here comes my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I endured them through the years, obviously. I'm more, I'm more of a skate park or ramp skater. So I'm more about skating in designated spots. Um, but you would be surprised at the the anomaly of the stuff that I can get away with sometimes when I get recognized. 
Of course. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, like you could you could just jump into somebody's backyard and start skating, and they came out, and then they see it's Tony Hawk, and then they're like, oh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Not keep, a problem. Yeah, just keep <laughs> do, at it, Do you man. need me to take the water out of this pool? Just give yeah. me a few yeah, minutes. Sorry, do you want somebody <laughs> to drink? Can we film right. you? We uh-huh. went to a uh, an apartment complex where they had an empty swimming pool that we heard about, and we got there, and... Um, they were very eager to kick us out. And then one of the guys recognized me and then they welcomed us and made barbecue for us. <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. That's true. That is awesome. Um, I want to know, is, was there, how old were you and what was the moment where you kind of looked around and said, wait a minute, I can blow this thing out into a corporation uh, much bigger than just skating into all of these businesses that you started? Was there a person that... that caught your ear and was like, hey, you know, if you were smart, you'd kind of like branch out and do all that stuff. Or was Mm. there something that inspired you that happened? You're like, wait a minute. I think now's the opportunity to hit while the iron is hot. I think it was in the early 2000s when suddenly my name was synonymous with video games Mm. and people started saying my name as more of a company or, or a brand than me personally. That was mm-hmm. when I realized that it had a broader reach and that I could probably do a lot more, like have a lot more opportunity um, and maybe create other direction or other businesses through skateboarding. And that's when I started the, the Boom Boom Huck Jam, which was a, an arena tour mm-hmm. that featured skateboarding, BMX, and motocross. And it was all stemmed just from that sort of recognition factor that I had. Yeah, it's really cool. Does your skateboarding uh, talent translate similarly to a snowboarding talent um, or a surfing talent? A little. Uh, I have been surfing almost as long as I've been skating, but I don't like big waves. I don't like being held underwater by the sheer force of them. Mm -hmm. And snowboarding is maybe a little bit closer for me. Um, I've been doing that since, well, since actually it was invented. I wonder if like, does Kelly Slater skate as well as you surf or does Sean White skate as well as you snowboard? I'd love, I'd love to see that smackdown between the three of you guys. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) I'll tell you, Sean White is an excellent skateboarder. Yeah. He is a pro skateboarder as well as a pro snowboarder. Kelly on skateboards, not so much. Yeah, but he can play golf. My God. Can he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a great dude. We should play with him. Wait, Tony, do you play golf? No. Okay. Well, we're going to start you real soon. Uh, the, the other thing is uh, my son just finished uh, my, my 12-year-old, 12-and-a-half-year-old. He just did his first uh, – he just did a week of surf camp, and um, he he did really great, and he had the same thing, though. Like, he was just like – there were a couple of days where there was a pretty big swell. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna start using verbiage that Tony and I know because we're both kind of rad. Yeah, kind of uh, sure, talk yeah. slow for me and Sean. Yeah, so there's a pretty sweet swell. Anyway, he got after the first week, he got they gave him the award for best wipeout because he took a board to the nose. Sorry, he he what, what he was cleaning something. You said wipeout? No, no, he took a board to the nose. He was not a wipeout. I know. Uh, Jason's such an inside cat. He was cleaning something. Something fell on him, so he swelled. We, and- no, we were we were out. Um, they were kind of barreling. Well, okay, so here's the deal. So we're, oh, uh, anyway, drinking, the point drinking is he's something. surfing, and he took the thing to the nose. And I understand that thing about surfing. I, I didn't surf my first time until my 30s. And sometimes when those waves get big, I'm like, yeah, I'm scared of being held down by a huge wave. That kind of bums me out. I like a lot of the other stuff, but that thing really freaks me and out. And also the water tastes like shit. Well, yeah, oh. there's that. But yeah. you know, maybe we can put a little we can put a little stevia in it to cut yeah. the salt. <laughs> have you guys Jason and Sean, have you guys ever served? A little stevia. Yeah, man. No. Are you kidding me, when? bro? Boogie board. Boogie board. When? Oh, jeez. I mean, I'm bored of it now. Uh, a lot. No, I, I do. I know you skateboarded. I once I once stood up on a board just long enough, and it's just been the one time, but long enough to go, oh, wait a second. The waves get smaller once you stand up. I did a lot of boogie boarding when I was a kid, yeah. and, of course, the waves are, are at their max height because you're always on your belly. But once you stand up on something, you're like, oh, I'm already six feet. Uh, so a six-foot wave is, you know, I'm looking it right in the eyes, so it's fine now. But that just happened the once. I'm, I'm remembering, Jason, you talking about, um, and t- correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it, hearing Tony talk about skating as a kid is reminding me of you with your skateboard on the bus in Woodland Hills. Is that ringing a bell? 
Yeah, I, I did. I did skate quite a bit when I was a, a kid living in the valley. And uh, when I had to get myself to auditions, um, I would jump on the on the bus and uh, ride it into downtown. And then I'd have to skate uh, a bunch of blocks to my audition. So I'd have my little skateboard and my headshot, and my resume in a manila envelope, mm -hmm. just skating down Hollywood Boulevard at 12 years old and, um, you know, just trying to make a living, man, while, while you were, you know, figuring out how to flick boogers in uh, elementary school, <laughs> punk. So you're OG, Jason. You are OG. Oh, he's OG. Yeah, man. Yeah. Back when it was, they were plastic boards with big, dumb, ugly wheels, you know, and only one tail on that thing. Yeah, I don't believe you wrote a plastic board. I don't believe you're that Yeah, way. yeah, it bent in the middle. It was but well before wood was invented. <laughs> oh, those skinny ones, right. those real skinny ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sean, have you ever skated? Did you ever skate at all? I did. I had a skateboard when I was little, but, you know, I tried it once or twice and wiped out, and I was like, well, that doesn't feel good, so why do it? Yeah, why put yourself through it? <laughs> why put myself in that position to just wipe out again and hurt myself? I didn't understand. And then back in the red wagon, right? Yeah, and then back. <laughs> Screw this skateboard. <laughs> and I had Tracy pull me all around the neighborhood. <laughs> Tony, what's your what's your least favorite thing, sort of thing that's out there about skating, like some sort of cliche or something that, that's always bummed you out or just feels really inorganic? You're like, ah, oh, that's not... Um. Well, I think that there there were a lot of stereotypes about skating or skaters that they were just stoners or outcasts or problematic. And, and I think that it was just more that they were looking for something else. You know, they, they were not, they didn't fit into team sports. Like, that's how I discovered it. I didn't really feel like I fit into team sports. And, and I found this, this tribe of misfits that were very artistic, very creative, um, and the uh, whole idea that skaters are are just trying to be <laughs> uh, punks is more because they didn't have any place to skate, so they skated on public property, and hence the whole security guard issue. And um, and right. and I feel like when you look deeper into it, you see that skaters are disciplined, they're creative, they're responsible. I mean, most of my friends are dads, and they skate when they can, and you know. They pay mortgage and just have regular lives. Given that skating is so sort of simplistic, the physics of it, just a board and some wheels under it, um, it could have started like literally back when the wheel was invented. Um, do, do we, is there an agreed upon start of skateboarding? Like who invented the skateboard? Do we know? Marty McFly in 1957, <laughs> right? 1957. Was it? That, was, that movie was a huge boost for skating in the 80s. For sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Massive. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah um, sure no, it's, it's, it's always hotly debated of how it started. Um, the, the general consensus is that someone took a two by four and nailed roller skate trucks and wheels to it. What year that was or where that was is undetermined. Mm -hmm. Wow. That right. would be, uh, I, I smell a movie in you, that. You mentioned, you mentioned like about a bunch of your friends that are dads that still skate. At what point and what age do you look at them and go, oh, maybe it's time to Too old. hop on that thing. <laughs> you, yeah, what is the cutoff there? Like, is, it when, is it osteoporosis when, you know, if you just catch a, a, a small rock and you, you jump off the board, everything snaps? That's probably the age, right? And what is that, 70? I'll let you know when I get there. Yeah, that's great. I think I'm the one testing the waters the most. Yeah, I mean, you don't see a lot. When you see those big pharmaceutical ads for, like, you know, heart-thinning stuff and whatever, you never see them skateboarding, right? Like, they're <laughs> on walks and stuff. <laughs> I guess when you're, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Tony, is there another sport that you look up to that either you've always wanted to try and you're like, gosh, you know, that is just, that is the ultimate, you know, you have the, the ultimate respect for that. And is there one specific one? Um, I, I do have a huge respect for the people who ride giant waves. I mean, that just seems so terrifying in terms of survival yeah 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 laird hamilton's got uh got nards for all of us probably okay yeah i mean it's just <laughs> you know when you when you see but also i feel like the technology has come a long way so obviously they have they're better equipped for emergencies but it just to go out there and to know that like i'll skate a ramp any day any size ramp but i know that that ramp is not going to crash down on top of me once i fall <laughs> right uh, right 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 yeah, like Laird Hamilton, he's kind of he's kind of an outlier too, like you. Like he kind of did his own like he's created his own thing in big wave surfing, right? Yeah. And he he kind of pioneered a lot of that. Am I wrong about that or am I right about that? 
No, absolutely. He and he lives in a different realm of safety <laughs> than anyone else I've ever met. So cool, Tony. What kind of what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, are you what, what, do you have like favorite bands or a certain type of music that you would listen to? Oh, and then tell us your favorite color and your fucking astrological <laughs> sign. Hey. hey, man, why don't you fucking dig a little bit deep? This is your I'm guest for Christ's I'm sake. I'm trying to put him in a box. I want to see God. if he's like into like, I want to know if he's into like Southern California, kind of like that sort of pop punk bands like the Blink 182s, if that's his deal, or if oh, he's I more see. old so school indie like Skater me. related. Yeah, because we're the same age. We're roughly the same Got age. Got it. Okay. Go ahead, Tony. I would say more older punk, uh, you know, like The Clash, Circle Jerks, Black Flag, that kind of stuff. Because Sex Pistols, Sex Pistols, yeah. I mean that yeah, that really that was the soundtrack to the skate parks when I grew up, mm -hmm. um, and uh, that's what I knew and loved. And Devo is heavily on rotation. Yeah, Mark Mar the Spa. There we go. And we will be right back. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Oh, okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. SmartList is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. The more safely you drive, the less you'll pay. I feel like I'm a safe driver. I am constantly, constantly aware of people to the left, to the right, to the front, and to the back of me. I'm always checking my mirrors. I pay attention to the road rules. Uh, I, I think I feel like I'm a really good, smart, safe, careful driver like many of you. So I believe you shouldn't be paying the same auto insurance rate as those other drivers on the road that may be not as safe as you feel you are. Safe drivers like us should be saving money based on our everyday safe driving. So why would you want to pay a rate based on anyone else? Save with DriveWise in the Allstate app and only pay a rate based on you. It's just another way to save when you're in good hands with Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions, rates vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for rating and your rate could increase with high-risk driving. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash smartless to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash smartless. Terms and conditions apply. And now, back to the show. What, what is the thing like Tony Hawk? Tony Hawk's skating and the video games and everything about your life is, is out there in the world of sporting. What is the thing that people are like... I didn't know. Like the the Broadway musical, people are like, wait, you're working on a Broadway musical. That's pretty cool. Is there anything else like that that people would be like, wait a minute, what? Uh, I used to play violin when I was a kid. Oh, that's amazing. I literally gave it up for skating. Wow. Because my music teacher told me that I had to choose one or the other. Wow. And, and do you miss it? I do miss it, yes. And at the time, it was really kind of a toss-up what had the best income potential between the two careers, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think yeah. either one either one was was uh, choosing glory. Uh huh. Were you mad at your violin teacher for making you give up the violin a little bit? Is there a little? I, I sense some resentment. A little bit, yeah. I feel like I, I should have just kept playing for fun, but I I listened to him and. You know what you could do, and this is a good way to maybe it might be cathartic and good way to kind of get over that is find out where they are, your violin teacher, go and buy their. <laughs> house and then as soon as it closes tear down the house and berate them and say this is your this is on you you made me do this 
you know? Do, if you picked it up again, could you play right away or no? Uh, I tried. It was, uh, it, no, it was not easy. Yeah. And do you like classical music? Do you listen to that stuff? Not not really, but I, I think that if I were to pick it up again, I would try to just cover old songs like Clash and Sex Pistols. Yeah. Sure. No, if you but if you if you rolled up to a to a stoplight and you're on your skateboard and you're pretty cool and you're very rad and all of a sudden you pulled up and there's some dude in a family car and he's playing classical music by himself, would you be like, what a nerd? And, and I'm talking Bate about Jason. Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. No. My my wife is a huge fan of classical. And so sometimes when I get in her car, that's what's blasting. Hey, uh, how may, have you had any uh, any embarrassing design sessions with any of these video game uh, animators uh, about hammering them that, no, dude, I don't skate like that, or my face doesn't look like that, or do you really grind them on, on sort of on your style? Do you care about the accuracy of your likeness in any of these, uh, you know, are you, uh, are you a stickler about a certain, a certain part of your technique that, that you like them to get right? I, I think that that's probably my biggest job through doing video games now is, is keeping it authentic because they've already figured out how skateboarding works, motion, graphics, locations, and things. So really, I just need to, I just need to step in there and say, no, this grind should look like this. You should be catching the board like this on this trick. And yeah, I get into the weeds on it. Do you ever wear any of those motion capture suits? And, and, uh, and Oh, he's probably done it a million times, right? Yeah, many times. Oh, wow, that's so cool. I imagine it has evolved so much in the time since the first Tony Hawk game in the over, over 20 years that you quite literally probably know a lot about motion capture and the evolution of it, right? Yeah, I, I did it early on where you had to wear all the ping pong balls and... Yeah. Um, and have a million cameras set up that took forever. And I do remember getting in the suit that is is so, <laughs> it's it's already embarrassing. Um, you're feeling very vulnerable in the skin tight suit with all these balls. Mm -hmm. And then, and it was like, okay, go do your hardest tricks and uh -huh. go. <laughs> Jason, you never had to we had turn tricks with balls, right? <laughs> no, not, well, only, not a bunch of balls all over me. Yeah, but, I'm just trying um, to remember. But cameras, yeah. cameras were always on and there was, there was oh. a maximum of two balls. Um, uh, but, so, Tony, are you the best at those games? Like, uh, no. I, I imagine there's some competitions that, uh, how would you place in those, the video game competitions? I can hold my own. I, I, I've learned through the years that if you have a game with your name on it, you should be able to play it and at least know how to... <laughs> complete it without cheating. Mm -hmm. um, but there are people that have a lot more time to spend on it and mm -hmm. they get scores that are 10 times what I can do, 100 times what I can do sometimes. I've played it many times. I've owned a few versions of your games, just FYI. I didn't want to lead with that, but uh, I'm a bit of a gamer. And uh, it's an oh, thank you. excellent game, excellent game. Well, we remastered, um, if I may, we remastered yeah. the first two. And so they're out on all the new systems, including Switch, which was just released yesterday. Wow. Well, no all right. way. Congrats. Nice. I'm on Sean, it. Sean, I guess we just figured out what you're doing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for my birthday. I'm just going to go. Oh, oh, yeah. Happy Sean's birthday, is, Sean. Oh, yeah. happy birthday. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks. My, my brother texted me a picture of my mom's glass eye and said, Mom and I wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> His mom's been dead for a few years, Tony, just so in case you didn't Just know. FYI. Well, Sean, listen, Sean, happy birthday. Your, your, your dad and I, are, I'm having drinks with your dad tonight because <laughs> it's Father's Day, and he reached out to me to hang. But um, That's cool. That makes sense. Oh. Anyway, Tony, sorry. Sorry, Tony. Sorry, sidetrack. Side sorry, track. Tony, we digress. But yes, your video like game, it. I'm going to get it, I'm going to buy it, I'm going to win it, and then I'll text it to you. I appreciate it. I'm getting it for you for your birthday. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so Tony, and so you have this, this foundation where you create all this, uh, you know, uh, space for kids to use, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I, by the way, I say blah, 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 like a complete jerk. But yeah, what yeah. I mean is this is something that's important. That's our mission statement, yeah. actually. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> Skate parks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean that it's a lot. It was hard for me to encapsulate. Like, it's, you guys do a lot I of know, stuff. I Angel. Yeah. I know. Uh, how long... Uh, what do you do? You see a sort of a breakthrough? Has there been a tipping point in terms of okay? Oh, just sound it out. Man. Are you bored? Are you bored Jesus. by what Tony's doing? I mean, Jesus no, Christ! Land the Jason. plane, bro. Yeah. Check your notes. I'm oh, asking, fucking... what is the goal? Is it is it everybody skateboarding by 2050? Like that's that's what I mean. Like, are we all <laughs> that's is the it goal, skateboard yeah. nation? Uh, no, the goal is more to have 
public skate parks in in underserved areas, but also just so that anyone can go find a skate park in their area. Uh, we've been doing it 20 years, and we've helped to fund over 500 parks that are completed now, and we're coming into 900 that have been funded. And that's, um, wow. that's the work I'm most proud of. I think if I had to, if I had to choose a legacy of some sort, that would if be that it. nut job Elon Musk said, "Hey, why don't you hop on on my jet and we'll go to the skateboard on the moon?" Would you do it? Yeah, sure. Sure, he would. Wow. Yeah, who wouldn't? I would love to see. As long as it doesn't cost me anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, By the way, I said I, I said Elon Musk is a nut job. I don't mean I mean nut job in a great way. This guy's done. No, no, we things. all took it that way. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> now, uh, skate parks seem like a a real easy thing to put into a, a city budget, right? I mean, it's it's just basically we need a, a a bit of land, dig a hole, and then shape it, pour some cement. I mean, it's it's about the cheapest thing you can do with civic uh, engineering, I would imagine, right? Yeah, you would think it would be that easy. It's it's more the stigma in skateboarding, and and they think that the skate parks are somehow going going to attract a bad crowd. And be a bad influence, and that's the that's usually the, the the biggest barrier for getting skate parks approved. Once we approve projects or give them funding, that's usually the endorsement they need to get it sort of pushed through all the red tape. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. Like you spend all your time, you talked about the stereotypes of like you know it's a bunch of stoners and whatever. But now, given the environment we live in, can you imagine if you finally, if you announced that you were releasing a, a line of weed, it, all your critics would be like, see, <laughs> see, he's just been waiting. We knew it. We knew it. And, we knew it all along. And you're like, various yeah. types of weed, like, this is really good for Ollie's, this type of weed is really good for, <laughs> for doing, tri you know what I mean? This is like skate park weed, this is just like parking lot weed. After the skate park, wind down weed. They all yeah. just have trick names. Yeah. I'll, bet, I'll bet you'd have a real decision to make if somebody approached you with just licensing a, just a yeah. weed brand you Let's could make it hand over it. fist Fuck now it. that Who it's all cares? legal you're 53 <laughs> come on man, man we want, <laughs> we're gonna we're not gonna judge you dude we're totally i will defend you i will yeah. defend you or just gummies you know not 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 any flower bro oh no does fakes. somebody just, like gummies around here no i hear oh, that I they're okay. fantastic though <laughs> skateboard shaped gummies Yes. Oh, there, so there you go. See, this guy's got so many good ideas. It's unbelievable. There you go. That's um, it. Where do you stand on the on the on the skateboards with the motors on them? Does it make you cringe? No, no, I don't. It's it's fine with me. That's the one I'll take. And and people say you know there there are all these these purists that say well longboards is not skateboarding because they're just transportation. And I say hey whatever gets you out there and on a skateboard and active is fine with me. Amen. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people out there with complaints these days with stuff like that, you know, and everybody's taking positions. And you know what my position is? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Tony, we've taken up way too much of your time, especially considering it's your anniversary weekend. Yeah. Uh, what an absolute honor to have you on the show, it's so man. So nice Honestly, to meet you. Yeah. Incredible. Very nice of you to spend some time with us. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's uh, I, I'm a huge fan. I listen to your show. And all your other work Thank you, as well. Thanks, man. We're gonna listen to yours. Thank you. Good luck with your with your podcast that's on, out now, and uh, and maybe I'll see you over there this week. Yeah, let's go. We'll be here. All right. All right, pal. Thanks, Tony. See you guys. Bye, Tony. Bye. Bye, Bye Tony. Thank you. So that guy, Tony Hawk, is a super nice fella. Yeah, I, he's I really mean, nice. I'm so he always. He always seems nice in the interviews that I've seen him on. I'm so glad that uh, I, I wasn't wrong with that. Um, yeah, he's great. He's always looked 15. And then when he said yeah. he had a 28-year-old kid, how old a fella is is Tony Hawk? I, I think he's 53. And he's All still right. skating. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, he's still skating. He looks terrific, doesn't he? Doesn't he look incredible? Yeah. What, by the way, one of the, the fun, for me, the funniest one of the funniest lines from today's show <laughs> Oh, we're gonna do highlights. Yeah, it was when Jason said, "Oh, I wasn't sitting. At, hey, Will, I wasn't sitting in class learning how to flick booger." <laughs> By the way, and you know what I resent about that? I was sitting in class. I was teaching how to flick boogers. Oh, you know what right. I mean? I apologize. Right. I, I apologize. Um, uh, Sean, anyway. I'm just. I moved uh, out of the house at age 12. By the way. That's yes, a true story. Moved or or dismissed? I was moved out of the house yeah. and sent to all boys boarding school, age twelve. Um, Sean, I cannot believe you're sharing some of your birthday with us. Why? Why yeah, didn't you just say, "Listen, Saturday doesn't work for me"? Because it sounds um, like Sean, you and the Hawks need to coordinate next year and start doing your birth your birthday and their anniversary together. Together, that's like, like you and Scotty and the Hawks. Yeah, and the in Hawks. New York. 
Yeah. Right? Just catching shows. By the way, how cool is it? How cool is it? Tony Hawk is his real name. I know. That's, that's one of the cool. Yeah. That most people have to change their name to sound. I'm very excited about his his skateboard Broadway show. Sounds yeah. very yeah, that freaking sounds, cool. I love that when you said, "What did you say?" Starlight, Starlight Express, Express is coming back. <laughs> Starlight Express. I, I hate to age myself here, um, but that, that was like a real eye opener, right? When they all yeah, because it was all skate. Everybody was on uh, skates. roller skates. Roller yeah. skates. Live. The, the the stage that they built for that. It was just a bunch of half pipes and tubes yeah. and and. I never saw it. I don't think it was a big hit, but I never it, saw what, it. was it not? It was one of the biggest flops of all time. Is that true? Huge, oh, it was, really? Yeah, it was a huge flop. Yeah, because they spent so much money on all the stuff you just described. Sean, yeah. how excited will you be to go and see to the, the Tony Hawk? Yeah, who yeah, wouldn't Broadway be? Show. I'd see that. By the way, that's what's cool is like seeing seeing uh, skateboarding live on stage every night. Like I can only imagine the set they're building must be massive. You see, now I could like Broadway. Now I could see, like there, a Broadway show. show you like. If there's always the chance that they could crash... And, and mm -hmm. shut up. You know what I mean? Then I'd well, be like, Well, what about okay, Cirque du well, Soleil? Do you, you ever go in there and, 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 and wait for uh, some tragedy? Well, that's not Cirque, that's not Broadway. Well, but Cirque you know, but you, it sounds like you like to sit there and Theater. wait for something terrible to I happen. I do like some Broadway. It should be noted. I, I say that in, in jest. There have been many shows that I've gone to that were great. And Cats, you've been to a half dozen times, haven't you? Well, okay. <laughs> I've never seen Cats. Really? Never seen cats. I never saw Cats. Never. Les Mis, never. But, you know, if you really want to go see that Tony Hawk show, you should be first yeah. in line to buy, buy a ticket. Buy a ticket. Buy Happy birthday, Shawnee. Happy birthday, Sean. Smart. Smartless is 100% organic and artisanally handcrafted by Bennett Barbaco, Michael Grant Terry, and Rob Armjarf. Smartless. If you like Smartless, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hey, listener, it's Will. Of course, you do do that. But I wanted to highlight one recent chat and giggle of Smartless that I really enjoyed with the great Mike Barbiglia. I can't believe Jason actually has me saying chat and giggle now. If you are a faithful listener, you know one of our big pet peeves is how everyone nowadays claims the mantle of uh, storyteller. But if anyone is actually worthy of that title, it would be Mike Barbiglia. Mike has put together multiple one-man shows on Broadway that have received critical acclaim. Fun fact about Mike is that he auditioned for, but obviously didn't get the role of Jim in The Office, Gary in Veep, and the role of Buster in Arrested Development. In this episode, Jason and I actually slipped back into our Arrested characters and improvised a scene with Mike as Buster, which was very fun for us. Less fun for Mike, but fun for us. We also cover everything from Mike's extremely dangerous sleepwalking and why he likes the word plaza so much. Give a listen if you haven't. It's worth it.